Hello and welcome to Ill Inform. I'm Rogan Dean. I'm joined by the lovely George Wilcox. And today we're going to take you back in time. Time travel. Yeah, today we're going to talk about <laughs> we're going to talk about time the travel. Theme that's, to time travel. When I travel through time, that's the music I want to play in the background. I want just some sort of like weird bass kind of guitar. Oh yeah, I want it to be like proper porn bass. Yeah. I want it just to be like and I'm just there in like a big kai collared leather jacket and I'm wearing like big old shades. Is this like a new genre of porn you're now creating? Time porn. <gasps> Time porn. Has that been done? I don't know. I imagine so, but I just love the idea that I travel back in time and Well they say produce... that thing like anything you can imagine if you Google it, it will be a porn, right? Well, there's the rule, there's rule 34, and it's if it exists, there is pornography of it. That's that's rule 34. Mm-hmm. That usually applies to like cartoon stuff, but and like characters from TV shows. But oh yeah, time travel porn. Yeah, because they'd be like, oh, I go back to like the Victorian era and I <laughs> give <laughs> Queen Victoria one. Oh, it'd be great. <laughs> right, man. Well, you can, uh, you can imagine that fantasy all you like. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about time travel because, you know, time travel's fun. Uh, George, what, was your, what would your time machine look like? Oh, that's a good question, actually. Mm. I, I feel like you've got to have a not obvious one. I think a TARDIS is too obvious. So, well, that's what I'm... Well, the TARDIS, it, t- it took the shape of a police box because that's where he landed. Mm. So would you go, like... Would you be like more DeLorean and you just have like a really cool car that can travel through time? Or no, a cool like. I mean, it's all. Why would I copy? You want to be unique, right? I don't want to have a DeLorean and be like. I'm not saying a specifically a, De- a DeLorean, but would you go like for like car or no, something? Because would you go more like object that travels through time? You can't have a cooler car than the DeLorean in Back to the Future. No, like, I disagree. I think there's. A De- I love the DeLorean, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't a good car. Tell me, give me a car that would look good time traveling. Uh, a 50s Ferrari California. No. The single most beautiful car to ever exist. It doesn't suit time travel. I'd make it suit time travel. <laughs> Just doesn't. The DeLorean looks like it. It looks alien. Maybe a Tesla. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. But still, they're too sleek. There's something about it. Yeah, the something... DeLorean was clunky. It had the gullwing doors. Exactly. All of that. Mm. The color, the clunkiness. There used to be a guy down my street who owned a DeLorean, and I was so jealous. I would walk down that road just to look at it. I'm trying to think. I think they used the DeLorean because they were just so cheap to have. I think they bought it really cheap. And they're like, yeah, that'll do. Yeah, it's an Irish car, isn't it? Yes, it is. Hmm. And uh, yeah, they're not good. <laughs> I would If someone came up now and was like, here are the keys. Because it's it? a cult thing now. But if you like were there when they first conceived the DeLorean, a guy was like, hey, do you want to buy this DeLorean? You'd be like, no. Why on earth would I want this awful, awful car? Well, the makers of Back to the Future wanted that car. Do you think Spielberg had stocks in DeLorean? <laughs> Was it Robert Zemeckis or my... Yeah, Robert Zemeckis directed it. Spielberg produced it. Okay. Okay. I don't know who's, who chose the car. Yeah, I don't know, mate. <laughs> Maybe, like, there must have been like some prop guy who was like, mm, we need a car for this time traveling thing. And he was like, I mean, I have stocks in this like Irish car company that aren't very good. Like, I was given the stocks <laughs> by my brother. Uh, you know, he knows a guy who, know, who works for it. Um, I God. I, yeah. I don't think they're going to make a lot of money. They're not. He, he came in like, you know, like in a, do you ever watch extras? 
yeah. the TV show. You know how Ricky Gervais tries to ask this guy who is like a victim of like war crimes to like act, give him a line in this movie that he'd wrote and it was being directed by Ben Stiller. Yeah. And he buys him like a top man voucher for 20 quid and it's, he's like, please, please, can you just put my line in? <laughs> it's like that. You come in, you, you know, you're not the big cheese, but you come in, your mate's got this DeLorean stock share. And you're just trying to help a help a man out. It was more helping yourself out. You're like, I've got stocks in this DeLorean. Look, he's given me he's given me the. <laughs> oh, it's more selfish than in your. In my oh, way, let's yeah. say you are the DeLorean inventor, and you come to me. You just tell me like this car's not shifting. I don't know what's wrong with it, George. Like Derek, I know you're working on this. I know you're working on this hot new film. I know Spielberg's involved. <laughs> just try and just try and get the DeLorean in there somewhere and he's like mm, I don't know mate it's about time travel and he's like oh you're right maybe it won't work and then Spielberg's like listen Zemeckis I think we need like a car to travel back in time this guy doesn't he can't believe his luck he's like oh Spiel I got it mate I I know this it's sci-fi looking it's clunky it's got gullwing doors but then he sees it and they're a bit like they've already put the money they've already put the deposit down they're like oh we can't we can't look Derek's a really good friend of mine Zemeckis you know mm. I just and then, I don't have the heart to tell him that the car is awful and that he can't travel back in time with it. And then, can it even reach 88 miles an hour? I don't think so. Then no. I pitched the uh, time-traveling porn idea as a bit of a back-burning project. But him. we could bang in the car. <laughs> and uh, he loves it. So I, ooh, I imagine Spielberg directing porn. It's his unfinished masterpiece, actually. The time-travel porn you yeah, yeah. pitched him. Are you starring in it? <laughs> I well, we'll see, we'll see. Um, you know, I got the DeLorean in there. That's all I needed to do. That's it. You yeah. you have to towel it down afterwards. Though. Exactly. That's not pleasant. Exactly. Uh, so no, it wouldn't be a DeLorean. That oh, I would okay. Choose. Um, do you do you have an idea in your head? Ooh, no, I actually have no idea. I think oh, I I think I half like the idea of it being like horribly inconvenient. <laughs> it's like a tram. <laughs> yeah, just a massive tram that's on two tracks. Yeah, or it's just like a big train. <laughs> To be fair, though, Back to the Future 3. The it's a train. It is a train. Yeah, so again. Or yeah. like, it's like a, a bed and you have to get underneath the covers. <laughs> what was that? Bed knobs and broomsticks? Well, they didn't time travel. They just flew through some sort of weird interdimensional world. What, via beds? Via beds. I mean, I don't know about you, mate, but I travel to an interdimensional world every night in my bed. The cold mm. dreams. Mm. I don't want to be a part of that. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't be allowed in my <laughs> dreams. That'd be a nightmare, mate. <laughs> Uh, well, I think that is the whole premise of the film, the idea that going to sleep in bedtime is actually funny. Uh, I don't know. I've never seen Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. So you should watch that film. Oh, this, I feel like this is just a lot of our lives. It's a bit like Mary Poppins. Right. Except less good. But Have I ever seen Mary Poppins? That's a good show. I think I've seen bits and pieces of it. Isn't Mary Poppins like horribly abusive in like the first half an hour of that film? She's just a horrible woman. She's a bit like Nanny McPhee. I mean, Nanny McPhee's a Stone Cold classic, mate. How dare you... <laughs> Say anything bad about Nanny McPhee is literally a modern retelling of Mary Poppins. Yeah, but does Mary Poppins have a big old mole on her face? No. Ah, well, it's not the same. Is it's it? not the same. It's not the same. Do you know what I would like? Actually, do you know what I think would be a perfect time traveling traveling vesicle? Could I call it a vesicle? I wouldn't call it a vesicle. A no. Vesicle. A vehicle. Yes, a vesicle. No. <laughs> well, I don't want it to be. It's not a. It's not a vehicle. No, but if it it travels through time, I would say it's inherently a vehicle. Okay. Well, we'll agree to disagree with my vesicle terminology. I actually have decided I want it to be a shipping container. <laughs> I want my time machine to no. be a big so shipping So this is container. what I want it to be, right? I want it to be, like, from the outside, it just looks like an umbrella. And I open it, and it is just an umbrella, right? Yeah. 
and you dodge half the time. <laughs> I don't. I just walk around. You, you, it just saves you from the rain. You're like, ah, oh, yeah. I'm exactly. transported to a time where rain doesn't exist. <laughs> That's all I ever need. No, go on. It's a, it looks like an umbrella. It is an umbrella. You open it. Up. I love umbrellas, but <laughs> George now married to an umbrella. I always I just love an umbrella. I love any item of. Ex- I love any accessory that just keeps me dry. Umbrellas, hats, no, raincoats. Just, umbrellas are sturdy, sturdy things, you know? They are far from sturdy. Not the umbrella I Get had. a bit of wind and that umbrella will disown you. No, bit the, of wind, that umbrella is poof. This umbrella it's I inside had survived, out, you have to literally it back survived in. monsoons. Like, it was the best umbrella I've ever owned and I lost it. I've never owned a good umbrella. This it's was like. It's been awful. This umbrella was like sturdy. Like, it, it's hard to explain how sturdy. I used it as like a walking stick through the mountains. This is how steady it was. And it was so hot. When it was too hot in the mountains, I'd just use it as an umbrella to shade myself from the sun. little parasol. little parasol. And it was great. And to open it, this is the best part, it was like a jewel button that you pushed on a the umbrella. Button? It was a jewel. A jewel button. Yeah. And you pushed it. And it was just this like solid oak wooden kind of handle. You pushed the jewel and it just kind of popped out with this force, this great force that took my breath away right so I pick an umbrella that's awful that's lame and what I do is I open my umbrella and then I put over this giant umbrella I put it down how big's the umbrella I close it on myself well if we're thinking is it like a proper parasol now if we're thinking TARDIS like it could be huge inside you just wouldn't know I think I'd know when I watch you open this umbrella and it's Swallows you whole. It would be like um, Mary Poppins's handbag. Do you, does that reference make any sense to you? Uh, yeah, um, sure. She loved to design a bag to Mary Poppins. Yeah, it's like it, her bag's basically the TARDIS. Like it? in um, just pulls all this Roger stuff Rabbit, where they have that black hole that they ah. throw on walls and they just put their arm in. It's like this amazing storage container, which yeah. I have always wanted. Yeah, like in GTA, how you can just pull an entire rocket launcher out your pant leg. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So instead of pant leg, it's an umbrella. And instead of a rocket launcher, it's time travel. Okay. I still like my shipping container, to be honest with you, mate. You take your shipping container. Ah, oh, it's so inconvenient. Because I just, I drop in the middle of like the 14th century crusher building because my shipping container is big and heavy. Or you're just dropping an ocean by accident and then you'll sink to the bottom. Ah, that's the dream. Um, and then when you time travel, I don't know, can you pick location in time travel or do you just travel back to where you are? You know what I'm No, saying? it's not quantum leap. It is, you can choose where you time travel to or else you haven't built your time machine very well. So you can pick the location? Yeah, you can pick the time and location. So I wouldn't drop me in the ocean unless I got my coordinates very wrong. So you're saying you're not only inventing time travel, you're also, also inventing kind of like, what do you call it, where you travel between two portals? No, because I'm saying you can build, you're, we're building... A time machine, and the whole purpose of a time machine is to travel not through around s- through time. <laughs> yeah, but not space. <laughs> no, but it's, well, what's the point if it just drops me exactly where I am? Well, that's what time machines always right, do. Right, well, either way, I'm not going to be in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> Unless you went back far enough. All right, so when you said, oh, can I choose where I meant? I thought, I thought you meant as in, like, I get in the time machine, I press time machine button. Yeah. Just a big red button, it just drops me in any point in time. No, I'm saying you can control... No, you can pick the time, but just not the space. Oh, not the place. Yeah, okay, no, I'll, okay, I'll concede on that one. Yeah, yeah it, it drops you where you're stood, but in that time. Okay, okay. So there's a very good chance I will crush a building, or a person, or both. And I'll just... Oh, butterfly effect. 
What if my shipping container murders a bloke who was going to be something massive? What if he was like, or like, not even he was massive, but he did one thing that like convinced um, Winston Churchill to run for PM or, or something like that. Imagine. <laughs> and then we lose the war, George. We lose the war. And then you've got uh, the man in the high castle on your hands. We do. All because my shipping container squashed Dave, the... The hairdresser of a young Flash Winston Churchill. Amateur bodybuilder. Why is he an amateur bodybuilder? Why not? Have you got a problem with that? Yeah, I do. Cause Why? Then he could have lifted my shipping container off himself. It would have been <laughs> he fine. He wishes. He wishes. Did he? Oh, God. Have you ever seen, like, old-timey bodybuilders? Yeah, they're pretty cool. How do they, how do, they do it? <laughs> how? Well, without steroids. Well, not the steroids. I mean, because, you know, now <laughs> we've got, like, we have a lot of science behind it and, like, nutritional stuff. And I'm just like, how do they do it? Yeah, yeah. People did amazing things. They like... Over a hundred years ago, people traveled to the South Pole with mm. such limited resources. Like, I mean, you know, think thousands of years ago, where a bunch of people built pyramids. It's not it's fake or, news, man. That was aliens. Did they? I was supposed to be like, oh, what's it? Aliens. It was uh, aliens. I, I hate that because it, it just removes what's such a great achievement for humanity. Like, oh, we built one of these huge wonders, one of these amazing things, and then someone's like, but what if we? didn't build it. <laughs> I've just realized the problem with your shipping container is, right? Say you go back in time. Say you wanted to go to ancient Egypt, right? My shipping container would not fit in, no. Well, you're just literally, you're, wherever your container is, you're pretty base there. You're going to have to get the people who probably built the pyramids to put those logs underneath your container. And then move my shipping container. And move you down there, which would take years. Imagine I went back in time and accidentally knock over, knock over Stonehenge. <laughs> I'm like, they're just like, oh, these druids are just like, oh, come on. <laughs> Do you know how long we spent putting those random bits of stone up and you've knocked it over with this big thing? Or well, what if... Because they wouldn't have the concept of a shipping container. What if you went back in time and they discovered your shipping container and found a way to move it? And while moving it, they also took stones from the area you landed in and they moved it all the way down to Stonehenge area, to that Glastonbury area. And they put up the stones to surround your container, just like a nice little house. Mm. And the reason that that's there... The reason Stonehenge is so mysterious is because it was built around my shipping container. Yeah, yeah the more I think about the shipping container, the more I think it's probably not a good idea. What's in your shipping container? Oh, just essentials. I've got like a wardrobe in there, so I've got all my clothes for whichever yeah. period of time I go to. Okay, like a fancy dress box. Yeah, I'll have like a bed so I can sleep and like, you know, necessities so I don't have to think about rent while I'm uh, traveling through time. Mm -hmm. it's, like, it's like glamping, but in a shipping container that travels through time instead of... A fancy yeah. caravan. You got a cook. Ooh, what about a caravan that goes through time? That'd be pretty that'd be pretty practical. Caravan, yeah. yeah. I think you're onto something there. But then there's no time travelling caravan? There's no real roads in the past. No, but where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> I don't get it. Ah oh, shut up. <laughs> shut your mouth. Where we're going, Marty. We don't need roads. Where we're that going, we don't need roads. <laughs> but um Yes. Okay. Caravan. I'll accept Time that. Time traveling caravan. An RV kind of one. Not not the yeah, one not without like, a yeah. car. Not just like the trailer. I would need a... Yeah, it'd be more like the American RVs. Okay. You'd say the trailer. Still like my umbrella. I can just kind of whistle and spin it around my hand. Oh, so jovial. So <laughs> jaunty. 
Yeah, no, okay, I'll think of one that is less impractical horribly. <laughs> what about like a skipping rope, a time-travelling skipping rope? I just have to skip really quickly. Yeah, skip at 88 miles an hour. Yeah, uh, which would be really awkward if uh, I'm, you know, I'm in a hurry and I'm like, come on, come on! <laughs> it keeps like tripping me up on my yeah. ankles. I'm like, oh, the villagers are about to murder me with pitchforks. Or like, you, come on, come on! No, you get to a place where the food is so delicious that you just pack on pounds. I get real fat. And you get to a point that you can't actually skip anymore. Oh, no, my ankles give way. I'm like, I'm stuck. <laughs> this time with all this delicious delicious food what a great plot that would be what an interesting life that would lead <laughs> i think like the classic one would be like a watch i think the single most practical time traveling device would be a watch and it makes sense a watch as well because it's, mm. it's a time keeping instrument yes yeah so okay go for a watch oh it's just a bit boring mate Okay. You can have a James Bondy style watch. There can be some lasers in there. Ooh. You can have some grappling hooks that shoot out. That'd be cool. I've just got a jack of all trades watch. Yeah. I can like fire a dart at people and they get a bit rowdy. I'm like, and I get, yeah, a dart would be good. I'm like assassinating like world leaders with my watch dart and be like, I'm going to change history. I always thought it must be so hard to aim a watch oh, dart. Well, there's one Bond film where <laughs> the way he escapes, I think, oh, I can't remember which Bond film it is. It's got like Blofeld in it, I think. Is he the one with the scar around his eye? Can't remember. I oh, think it might be, yeah. I think that's Blofeld. Uh, and literally, it's like a Sean Connery one. He has like a cigarette that he lights, smokes for a little bit, and then like somehow aims at a bloke like <laughs> at hip level and it like fires a like <laughs> rocket at him yeah. through this cigarette. And I was like, damn, what if you miss? Like, it's not like he's looking down a sight. It'd be so funny if you miss. You'd be like, oh, crap. Like, like, I had one attempt. Yeah. <laughs> There's no more cigars. Uh, yeah. No, he had an entire thing of cigarettes, but I think we'd catch on. Yeah. I think if he fired a, like, a rocket out of a, a cigarette and then just went, sorry, that was the wrong cigarette. Do you mind if I smoke another one? And they're just <laughs> like, hmm, well, it, he did try to kill us the first time with his cigarettes, but he's just got that trustworthy face. So mm. go oh, on yeah. then. You can have another cigarette. Oh, oh, it's fine, another rocket. Who could have seen that one coming? So you're in your caravan. I'm in my time-travelling caravan. Where do you want to go? Oh, let's have a think about that, George. And in the meantime, let's throw it over to a song. All right, so the first song we're going to play for you today is Mumford and & Sons. And this is Beloved. We'll see Throned in white grandeur, but tired and shift a whisper of wayward silver hair from your eyes. I'd never seen you unkempt before as you whispered, darling, close the door. Are you a 
to start your day. This is Breakfast Radio for Warwick students by Warwick students. Playing the feel-good hits and brightening up your morning. Plus, we have the best gaps, games and giveaways to freshen up your stagecoach commute. Listen to Raw Breakfast every day from 8am. Looking for a bite to eat in Warwick SU? Whether it's bistro-style eating or daily specials at Shenanah's. Party pub grub and real ale at the Dirty Duck. Salad and sarnies to go in the bread oven. Or coffee and a ketchup at Curiosity. We've got something to suit every taste and any budget. And if you've got a big night ahead at the Copper Rooms, start it right at the Terrace Bar and our expertly stocked bar overlooking the piazza. The Warwick SU outlets, there's something to satisfy every craving. Hello and welcome back to Ill-Informed. So, uh, if you haven't been listening to the show, well, maybe you should go back in time and listen to us from the beginning, because today we're talking about time travel. 
So, George has got his time traveling umbrella. I've got my time traveling camper van or uh, RV caravan, whatever mm. we're saying. And now we're just going to talk about where we're going to go. So, George asked me where I'd go back in time. That's a good question, George. Very good question. So, where'd you go? You got your, you got your caravan. I got my time traveling caravan. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start. I'm going to start with the 50s. I reckon I go back to the 50s. I bring a bunch of money with me. I'll be why, rich because depression. Why the 50s? Because I feel like I could go in there and I could steal Sinatra's gimmick. Okay, go I on. I just have to rock up, bounce around a couple of jazz clubs, steal all of his songs. Get in with the mafia. Up, definitely get some mob connections. I'm like, listen, Big Banana. Uh, oh, God, I forgot about Big Banana. I uh, what is Big Banana? So for those who haven't listened, Big Banana was a character we developed in one of our older shows. Go back and listen to them if they're still up. I asked that, forgetting that this Big existed. Big Banana! Uh, <laughs> no, I'd be like, listen, Vinny, um, you don't know me, but I'm going to be the next Frank Sinatra. You know, go, who? And I'll go, yeah, exactly, mate. Uh, listen to these songs. But you're not as smooth and attractive as Frank Sinatra. How dare you? Just how well, I mean, for the 50s, the, the people were ugly back then. He was a uh, like an icon, he was, and which is why I steal his gimmick. But he only became an icon because he had all the songs. I think his looks did help. So I'll go back, I'll steal his gimmick, I'll steal his look, I'll steal all of his songs, and then I'll become Frank. You're just Sinatra. gonna cut I'll his face form off. The, I'll form the rat pack. I'll be like, Look, Sammy Davis Jr., you mm. don't know me, but my name's Frank Benatra. <laughs> okay. And uh, yeah, I think we should make a, we should be a, a little uh, a little troop. And, and he's like, oh, okay, just the two of us. And I'm like, no, 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 there's a guy I know called Dean Martin. And he's like, I've never met you in my life. I'm like, no, but you will, Dean. You're also forgetting that you're not a talented singer or dancer. How dare you? I can sing. I mean... Sinatra couldn't dance. Could he not? No, could he? He just stood on stage. Yeah. yeah, I can croon, which is why I go back and steal his gimmick. And then I become rich, and then I retire in the 60s, did he and not, I do all the hippie stuff. In the films, did he not dance in his films? I highly... I've never seen Sinatra dance in my life. Hmm. But yeah, I'd go back to the 50s, I'd, 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 I'd sing, I'd, I'd go into Hollywood, because I reckon, like, they couldn't really act in the 50s, they didn't know what I they mean, were doing. you're saying that, but there were some very talented actors then. Some, yeah, but I'd go... And, like, people get more attractive as time goes on, it's an evolutionary thing. So in the 50s, people were ugly, mate. I'd go back, I'd be handsome for a change, instead of just vaguely average looking. I'd be a handsome, crooning little bloke. I'd go into Hollywood, I'd dominate Hollywood with my fresh comedy that they've never even seen before. They'd be like, what, these jokes are so, oh, they're so crass and blue. And I'd be like, yep, that's the future of comedy. And I'll, I'll just dominate, mate. Do you, do you I'll start hear... finding companies that no one's ever heard of, and I'll be a millionaire, mate. See, I reckon you're going to go with all these high ideas. You'll rock up in Vegas in your caravan. Immediately get stabbed. <laughs> and no, no, you'll just probably end up struggling and living out in your caravan in the desert. And you start the kind of first big caravan park in the desert there. Well, I didn't want that to be my legacy. And But you're loved by all the people in the caravan park. They see oh. you as like a... You know, they look up to you. You know a lot. You, I mean, you're from the future. I am. What a waste of my future. But they, All I do is move to Vegas <laughs> and open up a caravan park. And uh, But they believe in you, you know, and you kind of start a cult when the power kind of gets to your head with it Ooh. all. And then you're not even sure if you are from the future anymore. Or you're just going mad. If it's just a delusion I've yeah. invented. But I'm like, 
oh, but I've got this actual time machine that I go back and forwards through time in. And you're like, look, everybody, look. And it stops working. Oh, and the moment I get yeah. there, it stops working. I don't have the parts to fix but it because no, the future parts. Because it's time travel. Like, it's not even gone for even a second because you just come back to where you were, right? So although you've been away, you're like, I've come back with all these things. And you pull out all these, like, tinfoil and whatever from your, <laughs> from your caravan. And they just don't understand it. Like, I don't know what any of this... <laughs> did you just make this in the back room? Have you been... Ma- like, none of, where do I even plug this in? How do I use this? What is this Sky broadband router? <laughs> I don't know what this means. And I'm like, no, 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 you can talk to anyone, anyone in the world with it. I give them, like, an iPhone. They're like, it's just, like, a bit of glass and plastic. Exactly, yeah. And you're like, no, I'll crack it open. <laughs> Look how much circuitry it's got in it. And they're like, what are... I, what? Yeah. Is it like a... I'm like, it's like a switchboard, but inside that little brick. <laughs> They're right. At least you'll have like a religion written about you. And given that you're in America no, at this time. No, no, I don't think I'd form a religion. I think I'd be the crackpot who lives in the weird little mm. house car. Okay, the pe- the, one, the man that people avoid. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, watch out on the hill there. There's crazy Rogan in his house car. Yeah, he thinks he, he's time traveling. He keeps, he keeps talking about the future. He keeps, keeps talking about a thing called... Um, he was calling it Facebook. I think he skins people and sticks them inside a book. I'm like, no, 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 it's a few. All your friends will be there. <laughs> and you, you can watch... talk to each other and it's all inside a little box that's like a television. And you I, sit... Yeah, don't, he keeps telling me I can talk to the television and it'll connect me to my friends, but I don't know what he means. I'm like, no, 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 no. You sit and you uh, tell people that one day the UK is going to leave Europe. And they don't believe you. They're like, you're crazy, man. Well, no, because we wouldn't be in Europe. Though. They've just joined. Well, they're about to join. I guess, uh, yeah, what was it? Yeah, the they're 70s. like, oh, we're only just... Yeah, well, I'm not in the 70s. I mean, it took time to build up your caravan part. I'm not building the caravan part. It wasn't an overnight thing. You've been here decades No, no one wants. No one's going to come to my caravan park if I'm just spouting nonsense <laughs> about talking into your TV and sending people messages. And you're like, one day the UK is going to leave Europe. And like the, yeah, no, and you expect that to be a bombshell? Like, like, we're not, we're not in Europe. <laughs> yeah, what, what, what are you talking about? about? Yeah, I mean, we just fought that war. What are you, what are you talking about Europe for? Like Europe's fine. I'm like, no, 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 no. there'll be a union of countries. And like, <laughs> I mean, they have talked about making that. Yeah, you know, yeah, they like, already kind of existed between yeah, what trade was it deals. There was one after World War One. There was a coal agreement. It was a uh, economic. No, there was like oh no, it was League of Nations. I that think was, it was yeah, that was just was after, after World War One. Yeah, but so I mean, that's that's related to the UN, not Europe. Oh, that was it. You were yeah. not the EU. Yeah. yeah. Same diff. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> C diff. Yeah. Yeah. C difficile. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'd go to the 50s. So, in this, in my in my mind, George, I'd go to the 50s and I'd be amazingly successful. And then by the time okay. I'm ready to be like, you know, I'm a bit older mm-hmm. and whatever, that's when I get into the 60s. And I'll use my, like, connections as a Sinatra. I will use that to then found the Beatles. Bang! Doubly successful. I write all the Beatles songs. But what, wouldn't it be funny, though, if by doing all these things you stopped them all from happening, you, like, stifled the art of it all? Like, you thought you'd get in there first, but by being there and getting involved and wanting them to do well, you made them think, hey, man, you're not cool. We want to do our own thing. Well, they, they wouldn't know. They like I, I would just basically stop John Lennon from existing. <laughs> oh, that'd be sad. <laughs> yeah. And, but then uh, he wouldn't get shot, so... Silver lining. I'd save John Lennon's life by... Stealing his life. No, because to escape and rebel against your authoritarian kind of pursuit of getting all these kind of riches, you know, and successes, they will turn to drugs and alcohol. Well, they already did. They'll destroy themselves. Yeah. Or, or they'll be like, oh, okay, I now laid the foundation and they can build off 
their own songs, which are my songs, but they hear them earlier, which means they've got more potential. They've got more of a ceiling. Yeah. I basically just raised the Beatles' ceilings. What if the Beatles could have been better than the Beatles? Is, will every song be like, will you be like, you're right, you, I'd love it, but can you put Rogan into that? <laughs> As in like, <laughs> sort of like, hey, Jude, it's like, yeah. hey, Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. When Mother Rogan comes to me. That doesn't work at all. <laughs> But yeah. they'll squeeze, and that's why you ruin them because they're like, this doesn't. Rogan comes to me, speaking words of Rogan. <laughs> let it Rogan. <laughs> let it Dean. Yeah. That'd be better. Na, let it Dean. Na, 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 na. You ready? Na, 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 na. Hey, Rogan. Oh, okay. Yeah, did you see where I was going with that? Yeah, I did, but I just wanted to... I wonder if the audience knew that was coming. Oh, I don't think it was that. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that obvious. But yeah, yeah, might, yeah so I'd, I'd go back and I'd steal other artists' hard work and claim them as my own. Yeah. So I'd write all the lyrics down because I'll forget them. I'm awful with lyrics. And I'll have all the yeah. music with me. Yeah. And then I'll go back in time. So you'll be an Edison, basically. Yeah, I'll steal other people's stuff. Yeah, you're, you're Thomas Edison. Yeah, ugh, Thomas Edison, he's the worst. Exactly, and that's what people say about Rogan. No, they, well, they won't know. They, they won't know I've stolen it because I've gone back in time and been like, oh, I wrote this song. So they wouldn't so know. So you're going to write them and give it to the Beatles? No, no. I'm going to write them and produce them as my own. And sing Beatles songs? Yeah, that's where it might call, fall apart a little <laughs> bit. But... All right, yeah, it'll be fine. Okay. To, like, so they tried to recreate how the Beatles uh, made their albums, right, recently. It was about 10 years ago, actually. And... It's so difficult in those times to record all the different instruments, putting it together, getting mm. the sound levels right. Everything was so, so finely tuned and done. And it had to work so hard to get that product. Mm. And you're saying you're just going to come along like uh, Dick Van Dyke with a load of instruments attached to you. You're going to just bang no, out no, these no, records. No, 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 because I will, I, will, I will form a band. <laughs> okay. Maybe I'll... I'll... Uh, maybe I'll just yeah I don't know I'll there'll be other talented music and I'll still do a bit and I'll be like just play it and they'll be like I don't know what any of this means I'll be like, I don't care just play it that's all I'm asking you to do mate just play it although yeah I'd need like the backing vocals and stuff yeah I'm sure I can like there's play there's people who've like composed all that stuff now so I just and I'll have like a decade worth of experience by stealing Sinatra's gimmicks so I'll have a bunch of record producers and jazz musicians all ready to be for me to be like listen swing's dead. Here's the next big thing. Okay. It's called Rogan. The Beatles. It's called Rogan. I'd have to change. Yeah. Well, I'd still do it underneath. I'd still do it under my name. I'd make it like a pseudo solo. And then you could have, have a, you bit, could, a band behind me. You could have the Rogans instead of the Beatles. You can have well, the get, Rolling I, Rogans. Oh, I could just steal everyone's gimmick. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. The Hoogans. Oh, I don't like that one. Uh, how about yourself? If you're stealing, if you're going back in time and stealing a gimmick, Rogue Zeppelin. Rogue Zeppelin sounds pretty cool, actually. Go on. What was your question? Sorry. I was saying, where would you go in time? We've got my plan. My plan's to go to the fifties, but steal Sinatra's gimmick, then move into the sixties and steal the Beatles' gimmick, while at the same time being an incredible, successful actor. That's my battle plan at the moment. So just steal everyone's ideas and palm off as you. Yeah. Own. What if I could make? Um, oh, what's it called? Orson Welles, um, um, Rosebud. Mm. What if I just steal? <laughs> you, every time you mention this film, I always you, forget what the film's called, and it's only you put it out of my head now. Um, Citizen Kane. Yeah, I'd steal Citizen Kane, and then people would be like, "Oh, Rogan, he's not only a successful musician and actor, but he's also an incredible director. Oh my god, he's a visionary." Again, like, it's, what if I could? Oh, I'd make Terminator. <laughs> I think learning all of these skills would 
be an impossible challenge. No, no, because I, you know, I just have to, I, I have to, I'll do my research now and then go back in time and I've already got the research. Right? Got the research, like you're creating things that took a lot of time and effort. Yeah, but I'm, they took a lot of effort because people had to start from zero, whereas I'm literally taking the end product. But you've got to... That's like me being like, oh, I don't know how to make a cake, so I'm just going to buy a cake. So the cake's already been made. I don't need to know how that cake was made when I bought it in the shop. Yeah, but you can't just you can't just have a cake from a shop and buy it and then go back in time and think, I can make this cake. You're gonna no, have that's to look, what I'm saying. You're going to have to try and find out what ingredients okay, they Okay, well, use, it's like someone, someone baked a cake and put the recipe online. So I'm just like, well, I've already got the recipe. I'll just take the recipe and make the cake. But these recipes, they're not just like put a couple of eggs in and whisk. These are like incredibly complex artistic recipes. It's like saying you've got the Mona yeah, Lisa the in front of you and you're going to learn how to paint it and go back in time and paint it. Well, yeah, because the Mona Lisa's already been painted for me. So all I need to do is get a paint by numbers, <laughs> paint the Mona Lisa, go back in time with my Mona Lisa that I've painted. They don't need to see me paint it. I just need to have it. I go back in time. I go, oh, I painted this. And they go, oh, that's, that, that looks like a miserable woman. That's amazing. Let's stick it on the wall. I love your conception of art here. Listen, mate, I think you're trying to poke holes in my perfect plan. No, I like because the, car- I, the caravan park plan, I think, works well. So. I'm not I'm not having a caravan park. That'd be miserable and depressing. I think you'd see a caravan live... park. Oh, you take that back. Have you not seen Trailer Park Boys? No. That is such a good show. I'm, I'm, not, a carav- I'm not a trailer park person. I, I'm a beautiful what... songbird, George. I am a soaring phoenix and you're stifling me. You're stifling yourself, man. You negative Nancy. Watch Trailer Park Boys. Get back to me because after no. that show, you'll be like, okay. I no, George, you. I'm offended on a personal and emotional level. Fine. And I don't think I'm ever going to cool off. I think we need to take this to a song and it'll give me the time to stew while you think about where you're going to go in time. And I'm just going to pick holes in it. All right, well, this is Catfish and the Bottomman. Fluctuate. <laughs> Christ, I love it, and I'd ride off every chance that I've ever had with someone. If should this mean the stars, you switch my faith and phone off. Just sat there sifting through my demos that I've never had with someone. So why pass all the times? The discipline's left me. Back on my plans Disciplines led me, led me to you.
Start your day. This is Breakfast Radio for Warwick students by Warwick students. Playing the feel good hits and brightening up your morning. Plus, we have the best gaps, games, and giveaways to freshen up your stagecoach commute. Listen to Raw Breakfast every day from 8 a.m. And welcome back to Ill Informed. So, we have been discussing the idea of time travel and Rogan and his caravan park. Not life. the caravan park. I'm going to be a successful musician slash actor slash director, George. Of course, Rogan. Oh, no, oh God. No, when course. I write Terminator in 1950 and you were like, oh, how did, how did you have the technology to, or the massive bodybuilder <laughs> to do it in the 50s? You'll, you'll come out with just like a like tinfoil suit to, to <laughs> and portray it. Yeah, uh, no, nah, it'd be fine. Someone will build me it. <laughs> build you a team. I do Jurassic Park in like the late fifties, and it's just like it's not, it'd be a blo- It'd be like the Godzilla film. It'd just be a block in a costume. You'll be behind the camera going. Well, no, because I'm a successful musician, so I'll have musicians. I'll have to do that to them. I'm like, right, jazz band. This is how I want the theme to go. Na 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 na, and they'd be like, uh. Yeah, it'll, great. It'll cool. come out like. I'm like, not too jazzy. <laughs> it's about dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, because they, they had like dinosaur films in the 50s. Like They had black and white dinosaur films. They had things like Journey to the Center of the Earth. I know, but they didn't have a man at them going, can you just go. I want a scene where you're in a little bit of. You're in a car and then you hear the T Rex stomping afterwards and your water just shakes about a bit. We can't do that. Just jiggle the water. Yeah, and then this massive T Rex comes from behind you and like. We could have toy cars in a block in a suit. I'm like, mm, yeah. can you build me a robot dinosaur? And you're like, the, the dinosaur, he kind of picks up the car and stomps on it, rips off the roof and, you know. Yeah, like, so there's a guy pooing. Yeah, on the And toilet. this dinosaur rips off the thing. I'm like, we can't show that. This is the 50s. We can't and even his... have a man and a woman in bed together without one of them having a foot <laughs> on the floor. And his body is literally in half. Mm. Yeah. That was the thing, you know, in like the, in early cinema. If you had a man and woman in bed together, one of them had to have their foot on the floor. Oh, really? Yeah, so you couldn't, like, it wasn't like they were in bed like, together. So one was sitting on the side of the bed. Or, like, he could be laid down but had to have, like, a foot out the bed. Okay. And so you couldn't be like, oh, well, they're in bed together. Right, or right. something along those lines. To let you know that something untoward wasn't going on. Yeah, exactly. To be like, well, look how far you're to the edge of the bed. Yeah. You'd be like, yeah. well, his foot's on the ground. Clearly nothing is going yeah, on. Yeah, or something like that. Because, you know, they yeah. were all like, ooh, showing a man and woman in bed together. This is great material for your time-traveling porno. Oh, my God. God, yes. <laughs> and breaking the taboo of one leg on the floor. Oh, saucy. I don't think it's been done before. 
All right, so um, where would you go? Where's your time travel plans that I can then ruin? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can try and ruin them all you like, but uh, I'm thinking porno now. Now you're just thinking straight porno? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to distract you with something else? No, no, it's fine. I, it's fine. I can take that with me in time. Right, so if I was to go anywhere, because, you know, you, are, you ask these questions a lot at parties or when you're struggling for conversation sometimes with people. I do this, like you just bring out random questions like, mm. would you rather lose your leg in a vicious shark attack or have an old lady bite it off? Oh, I definitely have the old lady bite off just for bants. <laughs> How would like that the happen? shark could be a bit, exactly, that's yeah. what I want to know. Like the, the shark one, it'd be a, a great story. I'd be like, yeah. oh yeah, a shark bit my leg off. And people like, oh, Rogan, you're so cool. Yeah. But if I was at a party and they're like, oh, what happened to your leg? I'm like, I know this just. You're not going to believe this. Liz, so her name was Ethel. <laughs> Ethel Wilcox. Ethel Wilcox. And she's an aggressive woman. Yeah. She was just like, oh, I don't like the look of your legs, Sonny Jim. I'm going to give it a little gum off. And she somehow, she put in these dentures. They were massive, yeah. huge dentures. And she chewed my leg off. It's because some guy from the Took 50s her four hours. was trying to invent a robot in a film he called The Terminator oh. and made these metal teeth that she found, <laughs> put them in. <laughs> yeah, the dinosaur in my Jurassic in my fifties Jurassic yeah. Park is Ethel Wilcox. Why <laughs> yeah. I make I'm just dressed up and you're yeah. like I want to give her teeth. Like, I'm screaming. I'm, just, big I'm teeth. just screaming like Ah, oh, why did I make them so sharp? <laughs> <laughs> She's lost the plot at this point. Oh, yeah. poor Ethel. No one knows what's going on. Oh. All right, so she lived. She died how she lived. You know? <laughs> Chewing my leg off. <laughs> I killed her. I was like, listen, it was it was either you or me, Ethel. I'm sorry. Uh, rest in peace <laughs> so right. where would I go yeah okay so yeah like I say you know you have time to think about this kind of question but every time I'm asked I feel like I never really know I, I, I kind of have this idea now right where I think I would like to go back to the 20s okay right America mm-hmm. 20s America okay before the Great Depression and I'd like to get involved in the bootlegging business Ooh. But also be like... George Capone. Yeah, but a, a, a good one. You know, not a bad villain, but like someone who does something illegal, but also fights for the people, you know? Maybe all the bootleggers were that. Kind of like, I don't know how bad Pablo Escobar was, but I know people where he's from. Is he that bad of a person? I don't know. <laughs> don't, isn't he like loved where he's from in his community? Like, didn't he build like schools? And yeah, because he just had that much money. Oh, okay. But not, he also not did because, some horrible things. Okay, not because he was like a charity worker. Um, I mean, maybe that he, in his own head, he was doing all of that cocaine for the good of everyone. But also, he murdered a lot of people, George. All right, not so much murder then within my gang. Okay. Obviously, you're going so to have to... somehow going to be a PG gangster. Yeah. But, but what if people start muscling on your turf, George? I mean, there's a lot of, yeah. you, there's a lot of, you know, mob, mafia influence being and gangster influence being like, be like I want to make, there's money to be made. I'm mm. going to make that money. I'm going to own this turf. Well, I'm gonna be the like the Batman of gangsters. That and doesn't. How does that even work? Well, he doesn't kill anyone. He just scares everyone away. Yeah, but you'll just get shot by other gangsters. No, because I'll have like Kevlar vests and things. I'll be from the future. I'm taking Kevlar with me. I've got like super great equipment. I've got night vision, so I just shut off lights. Well, that's the thing. That's why you you could just. You could dominate that gangster business by just rocking it with future weaponry. Exactly. You could be there with like an M16. <laughs> there, there were like yeah. Tommy guns. You're there with an M16, yeah. just like, dum, 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 dum. <laughs> just a mini gun. Yeah, exactly. These guys like, rock up with the Tommy guns. Yeah, they try yeah. to do a drive by, you know, with this like spinning mini gun, just like, 
It's just, no, it's just got a grenade launcher. Just pull out and it's like... Boom. So yeah. George just mimed a bazooka when he said grenade launcher, you scrub. Man, I ain't no scrub. Scrub is the guy who gets no love from me. Exactly. Mm. And I get a lot of love from me. Especially with that bazooka grenade launcher you've got. Yeah. All right, fine. Yeah, that's better. That's less interesting, isn't it? Yeah, the, the bazooka would be intimidated as well. <laughs> if like some guys roll up and like, ah, we're gonna we're gonna bring down your bootlegging business, see? And then you just that sounded more like Cosby than anything else. But <laughs> we're gonna bring down your bootlegging business, Georgie the kid. And then you're like, oh, will you now? I like well, the C. The C was good though. C. C. And you're like, well, I've got this thing that fires rockets that yeah. the military will eventually use, and like. Ah, you've got me over a barrel or a sea. <laughs> I just get the drones in, man. <laughs> oh, imagine. Dro- I would just dominate that whole scene. That's a very valid point. Yeah, I think you'd have to do a little bit of killing, but... Uh, probably a little bit. It would be justifiable at first, killing. At first, to get your reputation, but then people would be too afraid. You'd be exactly. the wizard man with the drones. <laughs> exactly. But like, he's got robots. You're like, what, what do you mean he's got robots? He's got robots! <laughs> and then, but then I start getting the... Because the police are all corrupt as well, you know? And this is a very like horrific time in terms of like racism in the US and yeah. homophobia. And I would like I would make that scene, you know. You'd be like, everyone can drink at my speakeasy. <laughs> Come down to George's where you can drink whatever you like. And then I'll sing at your clubs and that's what'll help kickstart my Yeah, all right, my fine. Yeah, I'll go. tell you what. It'll yeah. also give me all my mob connections. Exactly. Oh my god, full circle. Perfect. Working together. You serve the booze and I'll sing. <laughs> Sounds good to me. And if you need someone to bring in a minigun and take out, a, do a drive-by <laughs> with it, I'm your guy. Well, of course, that's just for fun, you know. That's just, oh, a, that's just what we do on weekends. Saturday night. Oh, it's like, no, <laughs> let's just destroy this shop front with a bazooka. <laughs> yeah, it, it takes a pretty dark turn, but no one can stop us. We've got yeah, literally we're from advanced the weaponry. From the future. And then we become we become evil. I feel like that's what We happens. would definitely become evil, yeah. With good intentions. Yeah. Aside, eventually we'll become corrupt just like everyone else. I think the telling point will be when we start putting gun turrets on our yeah. on our business, and you know they're like motion censored and they're just plowing down people. Yeah, yeah. I think that'll be when we know we've gone a bit too a bit far too with the future tech. Yeah, yeah, maybe. And then it'll be Rogan and George versus the USA. Yeah, when we have that manned satellite laser. I think that's when we move into Bond villain territory. Mm. Mm. They'll invent the atomic weapon eventually and just have to destroy our entire racket and city. But we have a laser-guided satellite. <laughs> we do. We have the Iron Dome set up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> Go back to the 20s with our future tech and just take over America. Because <laughs> we'd start small. We'd, we'd branch out. Okay, yeah. Invest in all these kind of different economic... Kind I think of what in- we're suggesting, George, is that we go back in time and become supervillains. Isn't that how most people get to the positions they're in today, though? I think it'd be pretty fun. Yeah. I think we... Because then there wouldn't... I imagine if we become supervillains, maybe there wouldn't be a Second World War. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe. Because they'd be like, look at these evil... No, because we would just control everything. Yeah, we'd, so. we'd branch out. we got our future tech. Yeah. Drone strikes. Ah. <laughs> oh. We'd just manage the world. Or maybe we'd be... But then we would fall apart. And then we would fight each other. Or maybe, or maybe all the other countries would team up, and that would be what World War Two would be. It'd be everyone versus yeah. instead of everyone versus instead of the Allies versus the Axis, it'd be the Allies versus George and Rogan. The Allies and Axis versus George and Rogan. Oh no! <laughs> well, you can't compete with that. Yeah. Oh no. We could try. We got a. Yeah. Our, 
raise an army. Are we the baddies? <laughs> well, Are we the Nazis? <laughs> if we've got skulls on our uniform... I mean, I probably. do wear a skull ring. <laughs> yeah, you do. Oh, no! <laughs> Maybe we're the baddies. That's all right. We've got bazookas and grenade launchers and drones, so... Yeah, we'll be fine. We'll comfort ourselves. We've got, we got turrets. And uh, we got Ethel with a... Chompers with their big robot teeth, <laughs> with their leg, oh. uh, limb, limb lacerating. Yeah, do you know how people teeth. have like guard dogs and stuff? We just have Ethel. <laughs> Release the Ethel. They're like, hmm, that's very interesting, Mister Ambassador. Have you met my elderly grandmother, Ethel Wilcox? <laughs> I believe she'll get you quite well acquainted. I want her to. Can she come in with like a tray of tea? It rattles. It's like the <laughs> yeah. butler from the old Laura Croft games. You just hear like, <laughs> like coming close, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, I'd love a cup of tea." She's like, "Oh, make sure you get the one closest to the back of the tray." And then as he reaches, just tears his arm off in one bite. He's like, "Ah!" And he's I'd, like, "Ah!" I'd like to see how Bond would defeat her. He, he oh, it's sure if it's Sean Connery, he would straight up just punch her in the face. He wouldn't even hesitate. Yeah. Like, oh, is that a woman? Oh no, he'd slap yeah. her because. You never hit a woman with a exactly. clenched fist, always an open hand. Slaps her teeth out of her mouth. And because it's a Bond film, it'd be one slap and she'd be knocked unconscious. And it would happen, and we'd be like, man, that is not cool. We'd be like, J- Bond? She's an elderly that. woman. She's got, she's got arthritis. <laughs> she's got brittle bones. Just knocked her unconscious you've, and dislocated her hip. You've broken her jaw. She's got osteoarthritis, mate. Oh, God. Like, we're bad guys, but we're not. We're not that bad. We're not that bad. I would never do that. Never slap an old lady. <laughs> oh. How dare you. And we'll just, we'll just shame him. Shame. We'll just I'm... shame him out the building. That's how Bond eventually loses. Uh... I, just, I would love to just shout, shame, you know? Yeah. At someone. One day I'll do that. So we are going to go now into our final song with that word of shame resonating through our radio sets there but before we do the song we want to say goodbye we do do we we do because that's the end of the show georgie boy see this is me see so this didn't you know come on air because i was like i'm gonna do this slickly and tell rogan that i'm gonna wrap up today because i want some power god damn it and i'm mad as hell and he was like, all right, George, I trust in you. You've, you've been at this show for a while I was now. like, you've, you've watched the best do it, so <laughs> I feel like you're ready. He wasn't. <laughs> well, we need to work on our hand signals here in, in the studio. But, yeah, we just want to say thank you for listening to our amazing show, Ill-Informed. <laughs> Rogan laughs there because he knows I'm being disingenuous. But, uh, no, thank you very much. If you do want to follow us, we are on Facebook with at Ill-Informed which is also Instagram. At Ill-Informed Show. At Ill-Informed Show. Yeah. And we don't have an Instagram, it's a Twitter. If you mouth it, then I'll just <laughs> I'll just say it as you're mouthing it to me. Okay, so... At Ill-Informed Show with the writer. No, okay. Uh... <laughs> no, we're, so we're at Ill-Informed Show. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram if you type it in on we Google. We don't have an Instagram. Do we not? We don't have an Instagram. Everyone's got Instagram, man. I know. Days. But I, I barely run the Twitter, never mind the Instagram. <laughs> I can get Instagram. You can, you can find, have an Instagram. There's no Instagram. You can find us on Twitter, at Ill-Informed Show. We are also on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. If you want to tune in and listen to us later, tell your friends, tell your family, and we will see you next week. But have a nice Sunday. And it's a goodbye from me, George Wilcox. And it's a goodbye from me, Rogan Dean. Play us out, George. What so song we got? I'm going to leave you with... 
I'm going to struggle pronouncing this, but this is Gesaffelstein by Blast Off featuring Farrell Williams. The song's called Blast Off. Oh. <laughs> When I'm looking in your face 